Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for the show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Cuzzies are on the road trip again. We're making our way to Sandusky, Ohio, and we are going to Cedar Point. So we're going to break wow. it down for you. We're going to talk about the rides, the park food, area attractions, area food, so you know everything you can do when you go visit Cedar Point. Stay tuned. This is that Cousins in the Ear. Yo, 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 Coaster Bro, what it do, my dude? Oh, I'm just doing a dance and drinking a whiskey. Woo-hoo. How are you today, man? I'm good. I'm good. Just chilling, chilling, ready to hit this uh, road trip going down. Yes. We, uh, last stop, you, you're back from Hooters. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I didn't Hooters? go to, I didn't go to, yeah, I was, I was chilling at Hooters. When you uh, got in Chicago, when you guys were right. uh, Indiana Beach and Michigan Adventure. So Michigan Adventure. After that, we went to went back to Hooters to go get you in Chicago. And then we made it all the way to Toledo. And then Jeff said, hey, guys. These are my favorite Hooters. I have to stop at this Toledo Hooters. You guys have fun at Cedar Point. <laughs> I'm going to check out the Toledo Hooters. So yeah. that's where you can find Chef Jeff. Again, at another Hooters and and in Toledo, it's very inconvenient because there's like there's no Hooters in Michigan. There's no Hooters have, in Michigan. They have some knockoff Hooters in like college towns. Um, and I think they're actually. I might be lying. There's no Hooters on the side of Michigan where Michigan's Adventure is. That there are sense. some Hooters in college towns. It's like um, like Ann Arbor, whatever college that is. I think that's Michigan University or University yeah. of Michigan. And then Toledo was the one that was closest to Sandusky. So that's where we'll find Jeff. And hopefully, hopefully he'll like Uber to Cedar Point because it's like a two to three day park. So maybe he'll <laughs> yeah. show up later. But <laughs> anyway, we're we're on the Cedar Point episode. Woo woo. Hooray. Yeah. So everyone, this is clear the air. Everyone knows what we feel about Cedar Point, overrated. Yes. Um, but hey, we're gonna come with an open mind. We did research, and there's some pretty cool things we found. Um, you know, Costa Bro says he's seen, he found some pretty cool things, and he hasn't really told me those. So I'm gonna find out same time. And I think I found some pretty cool things to do around the area that might be worth checking out again. We'll say after our research. At the end of this episode, as two huge bro haters of Cedar Point, I think we could go into Cedar Point maybe five years down the line or so <laughs> and enjoy Cedar Point like you and I would enjoy, enjoy Disney World or enjoy Disneyland. That's a bold and, claim. And like view it more as a resort and not a coaster pornography peninsula. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is Cedar Point Resort, right? It is a resort. And yeah, yeah there's, they have some good things going on. 
that like after researching it, I'm a little bit excited about. And I, I think it's it's gonna be hard to, to not be negative because this is not our favorite park. This is Coaster Boy's favorite park. Everybody fucking loves Cedar Point. You and I are not big fans. So we actually we actually tried to get people on the show too. We tried to get some people who love Cedar Point. So we hit up uh, in the loop and we hit up Drew the intern who gave us some information, but he's working tonight when we're recording. And we hit up Hyde from in the loop too, who wrote the book on Cedar Point <laughs> and asked him if he was available. He's literally flying from a work trip. He cannot record on a plane. So we've got some insight from both of them and we're not going to be biased. We're going to, we're going to try to pretend like, it's good vibes. Cedar Point, good vibes. First time you probably ever hear it on Coaster Cousins. Maybe even the last. <laughs> we're keeping an open mind. <laughs> That's right. All right. Anyway, we're here. We, we drove from Muskegon, Michigan. By the way, I don't think I brought this up on the show. Remember the time when I was driving to Michigan and I broke down and I couldn't get a hold of Michigan's adventure? Yeah. They finally got back to me. Oh, Yeah. A month, refund? they gave me a full refund. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I, it's it's great news. Um, I had, I literally had some TikTok drafts ready to bury them, and then I finally got a hold of a manager. So, sorry, Cedar, if you're here for Cedar Point, I got to talk about Michigan's Adventure for a second. Um, <laughs> so I tried calling them like three or four times and couldn't get a person. So I randomly called them one time, just like thinking nobody's going to answer, and then they did. I was like. Oh shit. Hi. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking to like a, an obviously seasonal team member that was like, well, there's no refunds. Says on the ticket, no, no refunds. And I was like, but I was driving 12 hours to you from Kansas City. Nobody drives 12 hours to Michigan's Adventure. I'm just really upset. And she's like, well, you can call back tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I call back the next morning. And I just immediately, the first person they answered was like, hey, I was told to call back and talk to a manager about a refund. They got me a manager. I explained my story. And she had it refunded in two minutes. Nice. So I no longer hate Cedar Fair. There we go. That's a good start to this show about their flagship park. Yes. <laughs> Michigan's Adventure. No. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what the people came for. Cedar Point. We're on the Great Cuzzy Road Trip in Sandusky, Ohio. And we need to start with you, Theme Park Stud, because... Me? Yes, you. So on our rundown here, we're going to talk about attractions and food in Sandusky, and then we'll talk about Cedar Point. So Sandusky, Ohio, while it is Cedar Point, they do have some attractions that pair nicely. They do. They do. Uh a few of them just off the bat, you know, right off the bat. Uh, if you're a big history buff and we like theme parks, well, they have a museum just for merry-go-rounds. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. So we already love that classic ride. So why not go and see the history of it and see different ones? It's pretty cheap. It's only $6 for an adult, $4 for children. The ages are kind of weird. It's like 4 to 14. So apparently above 14, you're an adult. I don't know, Ohio. I don't know what you're doing out there. Well, once but, you once you hit the age of 15, you think uh, 
carousels and merry-go-rounds are lame because you're a teenager. That makes sense. So they're like, fuck it, we'll charge you $6 instead of 4 <laughs> Oh, you want to be an adult? You get adult prices. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, With your mission, you get a free ride token. They have a fully functional carousel. Excuse me, merry-go-round carousel. Same shit. Um, same shit? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in there, so you could definitely ride that. Um, the hours are kind of weird. I mean, obviously, Sandusky is kind of a seasonal place. It's touristy, so it's kind of runs off of what Cedar Point's going. So just check the website when you do get on there. You can just Google merry-go-round museum. Uh, Sandusky or pop up right now. The, the, the hours are like 12 p.m. to four, like or an 11 p.m. to four on like like Monday through Saturday, Sunday. Oh no, Wednesday through Saturday to close Monday, Tuesdays. Sunday is like noon to four. So just weird hours. Just keep that if that's something you want to do. Just check that so you make sure you plan that into your itinerary. But hey, that could that could even be a, a great like day break from Cedar Point, like whenever. You know, it's lunchtime to like four o'clock when everybody's at the park and the wait for uh, Val Raven is almost two hours. Why yeah. not go to the Carousel Museum mm-hmm. and maybe hit some area food? Why not? So um, a few other things you could do. Um, so obviously Cedar Point has their own water park, Cedar Point Shores Water Park. Um, but there's also a couple other ones that look pretty cool as well that are probably actually even better than Cedar Point's water park. Um, number one, you're going to talk about Kalahari Resorts Water Park. Um, those are always bangers. Um, I've never been to one personally, but I've heard good things about them wherever they are all over the country. I've seen um, many videos of Kalahari's, and I would say they're like, I've never been to a Great Wolf Lodge. I've never Same. been to a Kalahari. I've never been to an indoor water park. I feel like we need to just experience one of those, especially since we have one in Kansas City. Yeah, we probably should, mm-hmm. especially since there's usually adult adult bars, that's one of bars. But Kalahari does look like the nicest brand based off of like videos I've seen. Yeah. They have some pretty thrilling slides. They have great stuff for adults, great stuff for kids. So like I would actually put this pretty high on my list, especially if I like was going during a time where maybe Cedar Point is not fully operational, like uh, during Halloween's or something like that. This could be like a great add-on to the trip. Yeah, and a lot of times you could actually stay at these places um, and get um, cheaper discounts on the tickets, and even if it's just for one night. So you plan on doing the water park, maybe stay mm-hmm. there one night, nice little break in the hotel, probably a little bit nicer room. It's gonna be expensive um those places are but i think it's definitely worth it um another one on the same level castaway bay it's another indoor water park that's in sandusky this one looks pretty dope as well um my favorite thing that kind of stood on that one is they have a 50 person hot tub um basically i consider that just a big bath um but that'd be pretty cool (laughs) to do it's like tiki with strangers yeah um but I think both of those are probably pretty solid indoor water parks. If you're a big water park fan, just set. I mean, you got Cedar Point, you got Kalahari, you got Castaway Bay. And there's probably there's little smaller ones around there too that are more considered true water parks, but they have experiences in there as well. So uh, Castaway Bay looks like it might be a little bit smaller, but the theming's really nice. Yeah. Um, something that Costa Bro and myself have uh, done is the ghostly manor. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of. 
uh yeah we haven't done it uh, everything it's it looks like they've done a lot of renovations since we've been there in 2010 is when we went over 11 years ago Jeez, we're old as Um, hell man what the hell yeah i don't like that uh the coolest thing so it's like a cool theme building basically inside they have uh like mirror mazes a laser tag uh what else do they have have a haunted house yeah haunted house escape room a VR gaming thing, big roller skating rink, mini golf, 4D theater, God. and bounce houses. So they kind of have it all. And when we went, it was pretty, I would say ghetto. I mean, from what I remember. And on the inside. Yeah. Like, I didn't go in. You did. Oh, you didn't do the whole haunted house? No, you and uh, I think you and Matt or, or Jeff, one of the two went in. And then me and the other person, we went and stood by the big because they had this big thing outside like a big dragon yeah they have a big dragon outside and then they could actually control it's like roars from like a remote at the front desk as a camera on it so when people stand out there to do a photo op they like set it off and scare people scares the shit out of you like it's a it's a loud like air sound and it blows smoke and it just like when you don't expect it it's it's fantastic so um cuzzy tip if you have a friend it's worth just going just to do that to your friend who doesn't know about it. Yeah. But this is this is pretty cool. I mean, I was looking at some of the photos, and this looks a lot nicer than when we went. Well, I guess when I went inside. Um, so you could definitely have, like, a full, like, this could be probably an evening activity. You might not want to do every single thing that's on this list. You might want to. If that's the case, you're probably going to spend more more time there. But definitely hit up a few things, especially if you're a big fan of, like, escape rooms or roller skating, whatever it is. Um, but yeah. Roller skating enthusiast. <laughs> roller skating enthusiast. Um, but then what I would say is probably the coolest thing to do around San- Sandusky. It's really not in Sandusky, but there's an island on Lake Erie called Putin Bay. And basically you take a ferry there. It's about, I think it's like $8 one way um, from what I was reading. Um, so it'd be about $16 round trip total. But this island just looks like a lot of fun. Um, basically, it has, it has everything you want, really. I mean, they have, like, great restaurants. They have this really cool kind of, like, ship that was for Henry Ford that they redid into a vacation home. You could tour it and stuff. <laughs> um, you could rent jet skis, you know, parasailing. Um, there's golf cart. Like, the whole island is, like, you, you travel around on golf carts, essentially. So you rent a golf cart. There's like a bunch of wineries too. So you just like start like bar or winery hopping on these golf carts in between <laughs> each one. Um, it just looks like a blast. I mean, they got, there's a golf course, I believe. It has pretty much everything. It's kind of like a, um, kind of a beachy kind of, um, kind Does of it have a, a Key West vibe. Yeah. Something like that. Kind of like, it's kind of like, Oh, if you're in Florida, so you go into Disney world, you go to like Daytona for the day. We could do a lot of that beachy kind of oceanfront mm-hmm. type stuff. This is their version of it in Sandusky, Ohio, essentially. Um, I know for a fact when we do go back, I want to do this for sure. This is, um, yeah, the In the Loop guys sent me a message about it, and they talk about it quite a bit. Uh, basically, it's it's all about getting hammered and yep. <laughs> going on a boat to go get hammered, driving golf carts around. And then getting getting on a boat and coming on back. Yeah. It's you get day drunk and and the advice that they give was uh if you do it on a Saturday, 
you take the jet express to the Putin Bay. So I think they actually have, um, you can get there from Cedar Point, from like the marinas, I believe. I'm not sure exactly on the island where it takes off, but on Saturdays, you can leave from Cedar Point to Putin Bay. And then they also have a stop, I think, uh, closer to like downtown Sandusky. But also you get great views on the way out of Cedar Point. Definitely. Because you're just in the Great Lake, floating your ass to go drink a lot of beers. And if you go on a Saturday, you're avoiding Cedar Point, but then you also kind of have the the bar scene on a Saturday, which is going to be pretty popping. So this is like the Saturday move theme park, stud. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's the move? You go on a Saturday to Putin Bay. You're not missing anything out. You're not missing out on anything. If you have like a, a Platinum Pass or something, Maybe you come back from Putin Bay and get some really drunken rides on like Steel Vengeance and Maverick. And then you go the next day, you know, on a Sunday when it's not as busy. Yeah, for the so it does. The Jet Express does go from Cedar Point. It's about $40 round trip um, to do that. So um, it's worth it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's only 40 bucks. So, well, you are going to spend a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, so you like, get ready to spend like $200 on this day. Yeah. At least this is kind of like. This is, I would picture this almost like Epcot, Cedar Point's Epcot yes. version. <laughs> if you want to do Epcot right, you're spending like $200. Yeah. Um, same can be said about Putin Bay. Like, I but definitely, like, this is a must do next time we go to Cedar Point and Sandusky. And I have seen Inwood do like uh, videos on this place. And you have like bar, uh, you have like bands playing all the time. There's music. And it really is a culture to stumble around. Go to the next bar, check it out. Go to the next bar, check it out. Like, you're right. This is the kind of place where you want to go and um, indulge. Indulge. Because <laughs> who even knew islands were in the middle of of Lake Erie? I know, right? There's a few of them, but definitely Putin Bay looks like the most fun one out of them it's all. It's the one. Yeah. Excellent. That's, I mean, it, there's some other things too. I mean, they got city parks, all that kind of stuff. But I think between all those items, those are going to really take up most of your vacation when you're going to do that. Um, you know, those are the big things, kind of crappier stuff, I would say. But those are probably the best items that are out there. And you got a good vacation there. You got, I mean, two indoor water parks. There's not many indoor water parks. Like, you're not going to find two indoor water parks in most cities. Yeah. Sandusky, Ohio, for some reason. Um, Gosh, you could almost even justify a, a winter trip, not even going to Cedar Point, if you're trying to hit an indoor water park and then Putin Bay or something. Yeah, Putin Bay might be a little cold up and off the lake in the winter time now. Put your damn beer coat on, bro. <laughs> but hey, there's also some pretty good food options around Sandusky. Yes, and we have to give a shout out to again to in the loop. Drew sent over all of these, right? Yeah, he sent over all these food recommendations, and it's a good variety. So, really made my job easy. Uh, we so, appreciate it. Yeah, no research needed. Yeah, no research <laughs> needed. Uh, so it was pretty nice. And one of them, the first one we've been to, um, yes, Chet and Matt's Pizza. So this place, uh, good pizza. Um, it's it's it has its uh, famous King Kong challenge. If you want to partake in that and literally just have 
probably vomit pizza for the rest of your trip. <laughs> but basically, they make a, a one of their famous things they're known for is their very large party pizza, which is a 29 inch round pizza called the King Kong. So uh, you can just order this without doing the challenge if you want to. I think that's what you did that, right? Yeah. So I've been there twice, actually. The time we went, we just kind of all got like personal pizzas or we just split like a couple of mediums and larges, I think. No, you got a you got a veggie. Wait, did Jeff get a, a veggie pizza with Matt? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think you and I split one like a like we split like a, or something like that. It probably was pepperoni and sausage if I'm going to throw it out there. Most likely. Yeah, most likely. I, <laughs> I, I went again in 2012. And we went to up to Cedar Point, made a trip out there with a bunch of people. And we just, we had like, I mean, eight of us and we just bought one of these pizzas. And even, even between eight of us, now granted, we weren't trying to like stuff ourselves full because we had other things to do and we we're going to walk around a theme park. But um, we still had leftovers for that night when we were drinking. And so we had some, uh, but basically it was, just, it was a great pizza. They cut it in different squares and stuff. So it's not like you get these gigantic slices of the pizza. It's kind of cut up in a way where it's like party style. We could just grab and go. But if you do want to take on the King Kong challenge, basically you get to get one of those uh, pizzas. Uh, with two toppings so whatever you want on there we could do sausage and pepperoni oh yeah 30 minutes to eat it all and only two people are allowed to participate in the challenge and you cannot leave the restaurant at any point during the challenge is so, it impossible what do you think what is it possible or impossible you've seen the pizza in person so on their website i i mean i we wouldn't be able to do it i i know for a fact mm. i couldn't do it but on their website only 11 total victors have demolished. Oh, the yeah. And, and this has the, been around for a long time. That's, yeah, and the most that's recent, less than one a year. Yeah. The most recent one when it got completed was July 21st, 2017. So it's been Damn. over four years since the last one. Uh, the <sighs> record is actually, um, it took them 11 minutes and 12 seconds. Is, <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Two professional eaters. Uh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's insane. No, like I remember. Uh, yeah, this is, um, by the way, this is kind of a funny story. So I actually visited this place um, on my first visit to Cedar Point. when I was like 18. And the reason I went was because I heard about it on the in the loop podcast, like early on, really? like back when that was a thing, <laughs> uh, when it was like two theme park podcasts. And I was like, Oh my God, like Chet and Matt's was important as important to me as like writing Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> and I, I did look up the score on on one bite and it's a 7.7 .7, which is a very respectable like local pizza that's not bad it's not bad 7.7 seven is a it's a good score it's not like insane like you shouldn't fly to go to chet and matt's you fly to go to cedar point but while you're at cedar point you definitely make chet and matt's priority that's what's up can you uh, hear the it. cicadas in the background right now Oh, yeah, I do hear those. It's from me. Oh, I hear them outside of my... my oh, maybe yeah. it's the one... Maybe we're hearing the same cicada. We probably are. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next place. Um, we have Nacho's Mexican Restaurant um, in Sandusky. And this place, I mean, it's just, you know, looking at the menu, looking it over. This is just one of your run-in-the-mill typical american mexican restaurants um has a has a little bit of everything um looks delicious prices are, are very reasonable pretty cheap actually um yeah. the most expensive thing i see on at least the menu they don't really have a website they have a facebook page 
um, the most expensive thing is like a shrimp burrito and a shrimp enchilada. And they're like eight. Oh, you get two of them for 11 night. Um, you could get a chimichanga for $4 and 25 cents. I mean, you, you got cheap prices out here. If you really want to blow up some Mexican food, nachos, Mexican restaurant is where you need to go. And I do trust Drew, the intern on this, as he used to work at Cedar point and like, you're obviously if you're craving Mexican food, you got to find the best spot. And if you work there for a couple of seasons, you're going to know it's Nacho's Mexican Grill. I trust him 100. percent That's what's up. Um, another place. So like you're out there late night drinking, um, or you want some breakfast in the morning. You always got Diana's Deli and Restaurant. Um, I hope I said that right. Uh, basically, it's open 24-7, so I'm sure it closes for holidays, but um, it's open. And they say the food isn't, um, according to Drew, isn't the best, but it has breakfast food, and it's open 24 hours, so you can always uh, always enjoy it, especially late at night. Look at the menu. They have a lot of lot of stuff on here, and it's, it looks good. Um, you got pancakes. You got toast. You got omelets galore. Um, they even have like, you know, lunch specials too. You can even get, you can get Italian food here as well and seafood and steak and, and just, uh, pretty much anything you want. You can get here essentially. This is one stop all for all genres of food and dessert. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I, another place to get, um, some drinks and some bomb ass burgers when it drew in drew the intern um uh, old dutch tavern in sandusky um apparently holds it down on thursday nights that's when you go that's when they have their bomb ass burger night apparently and food is delicious burger wise we're, we're hearing and you just get some drinks and might as well have a fun night of it getting drunk so, let's have volleyball courts and other cool shit outside yeah looks like a that's pretty cool up. spot um yeah, interesting. They got a they have a sign out there that just has like a little cartoon burger that says voted best. So, you know, that means it's legit. Somebody voted on it. <laughs> and then one of the last places, um, you have uh the the Thirsty Pony. And this this place is pretty cool because it's like kind of like a collection of a lot of different things. So the Thirsty oh. Ponies is a restaurant and lounge. This whole district or complex really is called the Cedar Corner. And basically in this, there is a bowling alley. There's a laser tag thing. There's also a hotel. So if you want to stay at the Cedar Stables <laughs> or Super 8 or Holiday Inn Express, it's all in the same building. But you got um, Thirsty Pony, and uh, it says it's a fun place to eat and drink. And, sir, it does look like a fun place to eat and drink. It does. Um, yeah, they uh, drink-wise, they kind of like – this is kind of like – it reminds me of senior frogs almost in a way. Yeah. It kind of has that touristy drinks. You can get some of those in those big kind of yard plastic cups, um, shots galore, pretty much. And they probably have multiple beers on tap. Um, the food even looks pretty good on there. It kind of has a little bit of everything kind of has like burgers, typical American food and everything, but looks like a good time and might not get some drinks and some food there and just go over to Cedar lanes and do some bowling. Do you see the the drink that comes in like a what is it a Christmas story where you have the leg lamp? They have that drink. Is it on their photos? Well, yeah, they have like a drink that comes in the leg, and it's just a huge 
leg and like um oh, fish oh i nets. see it now <laughs> like a lot of like souvenir cups and it's called the thigh high the hottest <laughs> cool drink ever and yeah it's like the the little mannequin leg and it, it's like it's clear you can see through it but it has fishnets and it comes in the word stilettos it is uh 60 ounces souvenir <laughs> cocktail for 28.95 souvenir cocktail souvenir cocktail you, uh, you gotta keep the the, the leg i guess <laughs> your ass is gonna be like humping the leg by the time you get to the end of that yeah like i i kind of <laughs> want one of these now <laughs> i this, i have a strong feeling by the way this is where like uh the, the cedar point employees go after work oh i bet i bet they do at least like when maybe not every night but definitely like once like a weekend they've got to have like an industry night or something yeah <laughs> i don't know that for sure we'd have to ask an employee but that's got to be yeah like honestly we're not even at cedar point yet i want to go back to sandusky i know i just want to check out all this stuff like i almost just want to like quit my job and go work there for a summer <laughs> and be be the old guys at cedar point God, I there was a time where I I when I was working at Worlds of Fun that I debated doing that one summer, just going up there and working at Cedar Point. If I didn't play football at the time, I probably would have been like, dude, let's go. Yeah, that've been dope. Like our schedules didn't line up to do it because I think you left. Like after I left college, you went down to Florida, and you had a pretty solid gig there. So it's yeah. like it didn't line up. But we should have. If I could, if I could rewind, I I would have either done cedar point or like a disney college program kind of thing i you know no one i know about the disney college program i would probably pick cedar point over it over really you know it, it just looks just having I mean, it, it actually it's still probably been just as fun but yeah <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much a lot of places and food to do around there obviously i'm sure there's more but hey we got the inside scoop and he said those are the places to go so that's where we if, should go if there is more like yeah why would you go? Like yeah, these, these options are amazing. Options. <laughs> we got you pizza. We gave you American. We gave you breakfast. We gave you Mexican. I think I said that already. I think you did. <laughs> All right. Well, we've delayed Cedar Point as long as humanly possible. So it is time to jump into that. And Cedar Point, Coaster Boys love it. And, you know, Maybe this episode will be the the turning of the page, and maybe, maybe. we'll start to appreciate it. Uh, we will start with the Cedar Point history. Um, yeah, usually Jeff does this part, so I'm going to try my best to do my Jeff impersonation here. <laughs> but Cedar Point does have a pretty vivid history. So it started, obviously, there was this huge peninsula in Sandusky. It was not man-made. It was just a peninsula. And it kind of started, like its history started as a lighthouse and a port for fishermen. So they're out deep in the lake. They come back, oh, there's a light. We found the land. And in 1987, it became linked to a small railroad. And I said 1967. I'm in 1867. Theme park said 1867. There's not a lot of cars going on around there, is there? Not a lot. You got to walk up there to get that lighthouse. <laughs> so pretty big deal to have um, railroads coming through here. If you've seen Tommy Boy, that's in cool. Sandusky, Ohio. Oh, interesting. I don't know if they actually know filmed it there, but there's definitely some railroad tracks. 
So if that's historic, if that's like geographically correct, there's a, a full circle moment for you. All right, 1870 was considered the first season for Cedar Point. Wow! Because they they had a bathhouse theme park stud, <laughs> and quote some entertainment, which I don't know what that is. I didn't care to look up what it was. None of us are around were in 1870. If you really care, dig in. All right. It's probably, uh, if I had to guess, it was like a ballroom. Maybe a bandstand. I don't know. What do you do in 1870? I think it's kind of unfair, by the way. 1870. Can you say that's the start of your theme park? Entertainment and a bathhouse? I mean. With the beach? You talk about like, think about Silverdor City. I mean. That started because of a cave, and they're like, shit, we need to give some people to do something while they wait for this cave. <laughs> you are an inspiration. That was a great <laughs> history lesson. Thank you, Theme Park Stud. <laughs> 1892 saw the opening of the first roller coaster at Switchback Railway. What what year? 1872? Eight, 1892. 92, sorry. I might have said 72. <laughs> Guys, I'm <laughs> My vision's blurry, okay? I had a, had a really big whiskey on a white claw currently. But Switchback Railway, I think I think in 1892, every roller coaster was called Switchback Railway. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. All right, 1950s. My notes say two dudes wanted to make the Disneyland of the Midwest, which is the story of every theme park that yeah. was not named Disneyland. <laughs> They always compare themselves to Disneyland before they even start building their park. So that happened. And then the 1970s, you know, they, they 50s, they built up coasters. They made it a legit park. And the 1970s began to buy other parks. So the chain started, which I believe is a little bit after Six Flags. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. They didn't mention Six Flags in the article because why would they? They're the competitor. But Six Flags beat you on that Cedar Fair. And Cedar Fair technically became a chain, publicly traded, whatever you call it, in 1983. Wow. Did you know it was that recent? To get publicly traded? No, just to like, I didn't realize Cedar Fair didn't start until 1983. Well, Cedar Fair was just a parent company when they started acquiring... Yeah, 1983 is when they like technically had a chain. I mean, that's over 30 plus years old. Yeah, I just I just like assumed it was in the 60s for some reason. Yeah. I need to I need to brush up on my Cedar Fair history, obviously, based off these notes. All right, and since 1983, um, they kept introducing record-breaking roller coasters to show off their dick size and become the self-appointed coaster capital of the world. Which they, you know, if you know the coaster history of Cedar Point, you've got Gemini, which was the height record. You've got Magnum, which was the first hyper coaster. Cedar Point, literally, they they were breaking records so hard that they got to name what a roller coaster over 200 feet was called. They named it a hyper coaster. When they put Millennium Force in, they named it a giga coaster and defined it. When they put in a strata coaster, 
they defined it. It's a little annoying. It's a little obnoxious. Hey, innovation, though. I'll give them that. Innovation was the name of Cedar Point. And that's the history. That's the history of Cedar Point. They put in too many roller coasters, (laughs) and now they're taking them out and hopefully balancing their park soon. But there you go. So while I just teased aggressively the roller coasters, let's talk about the food of Cedar Point first. What do you think, theme park stud? Yeah, let's talk about the food. What can we eat there? Can I actually start by asking you what meals you've had there? Uh, I have had... That you remember. If you don't remember... I went to TGI Fridays there. How was it? It was good. It's on the resort. What? That's on that's like technically on the resort. Yes. And then what I've had in the park. Oh, I've had Johnny Rockets. The first time I ever had Johnny Rockets was at Cedar Point. That's funny. Um, and then oh, oh I forgot the name of it. It was that place that was like big in LA, but we had it at Cedar Pinks. Point. Last- yes. That's gone now. Yeah. I didn't know. Rest that. in peace. Really yeah. good hot dogs. So that's really all I've had. I mean, I think I've had snacks here and there. I can't really remember anything else I had minus those two. Nothing else was very memorable for me to remember. I think it was just basic food. For me and like my couple of trips, I've been to Famous Dave's, which like, why did a guy from Kansas City go to a barbecue place? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of judging you on that. <laughs> it was my family's decision at that point, just to point it out. And there was a great waiter there. I forgot his name, but he was one of my favorite waiters of all time. I'm sure he doesn't work there anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've had that. I've had pinks. I've had Chick-fil-A. I did Chick-fil-A at Keens Island, but not Cedar Point. Yeah. It's the same. (laughs) What? Never guessed. Yeah. And then I've had coasters, which is like the generic. (laughs) So like we haven't done a whole lot of quote unquote good Cedar Point food. It sounds like we go to like the vendors or like what's familiar. Yeah, I'm curious I, to see what you say is good Cedar Point food. I've never really, no one's ever, I haven't heard anybody talk about Cedar Point food. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't look half bad. When you compare it to other Cedar Fair parks, this is obviously the best food when it comes to the Cedar Fair parks. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go and pull that up. Give me just a second. I want to. Because I want to be able to scan through it too. But the highlights that I have, I think the number one food place to try out is actually something that you and I have had. Uh, it's a chain in Ohio called Milt. Melt? Okay, yeah. Melt was pretty good. Yeah. So they basically, they specialize in gourmet um, grilled cheese sandwiches. So they're going to put like fried chicken in your shit. What, what kind of grilled cheese sandwich did you have when you went do you remember i do not remember i think i had i had some sort of like parmesan grilled cheese which was pretty dope so if you if you like grilled cheese this is the place to go and what's kind of unique about it too is the decorations inside are um very much themed to old school cedar point so you got like old height check signs in there you've got old pictures of old rides and it's a good place they have a good beer selection as well. So if you're looking for something midday, like you want a very good meal, um, if cheese doesn't fuck up your system, 
this could be a good place. Um, and I would say it's probably the tastiest, the tastiest place. Probably. If I if I had to pick one. All right. Some other places you have the hot potato, which S- Cedar Point is actually known for. You know how like Kings Island has the blue ice cream, Six Flags Over Texas has the pink things. They're weirdly known for fries here. Fries. So you could actually you could go to Happy Fryer or Hot Potato, but there's a fresh cut fry. And the story is actually that they are from a local restaurant, but then they serve their very specific fries here in two different locations. But the fries are dairy-free, gluten-free, apparently. So look at that. Um, and they're not just the Cedar Fair fries. They are specially cut, specially fried French fries. Kind of want some of these hot potatoes now. There you go. And you, they do have options to put, like, things on them. So you can put, let's see. You can put chili and cheese on the fries. You can put other shit on the fries like buffalo and garlic sauces i think i would just want them plain like i don't think these are going to be like kennywood's kennywood quality but a lot of people talk a lot of locals a lot of people have been to cedar fair a lot cedar point a lot would say go check out happy fry go go check out hot hot potato we did not like really like ever think about food at cedar point whenever we made our trips we were just like ride ride rides it's all roller coasters. And actually, maybe it's a little deeper than that. Maybe it's a fault on our own. Um, one other point I do want to, uh, one other place I do want to bring up is trial, um, Trail Town. Trail Tavern. My handwriting is garbage. Trail Tavern. So they do have craft beers inside of there. And I, I think you and I actually went in and got maybe the Val Raven IPA when it was still a thing. Yeah, we, we definitely went in there and got a drink. Yep. Um, kind of a cool place because this is actually my favorite part of the park where it's the western style area and it doesn't feel like you're in a theme park which is uh, not very common at cedar point so it exists it's a good place to pick up some refreshments it exists they also have chick-fil-a they have starbucks and lastly they have backbeat barbecue which is kind of like a cool style of restaurant but i do believe that this place is your typical Cedar Fair barbecue under a different name. You know what I'm saying? Like Kings Island has their place. Yeah. Worlds of Fun has Cotton Blossom. This is, and like if you look it up on the website, it's it's a cool spot. Like they have a place for like bands to play, which is a cool concept, I think. Um. It just looks like a cool place to hang out. It does. Now, I would pick Melt over it. Same. But I think it is worth mentioning. All right. And then I do want to bring up resort food because, weirdly, there's some pretty decent resort food. And we have brought up most of it. You do have TGI Fridays. You do have Famous Days Barbecue. Which these are chain restaurants, but if you're looking to leave the park, maybe sit at the bar, have a few drinks, both are good options. If you have any type of um, 
quality concern for barbecue, don't go to Famous Dave's. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but they also do have a very nice looking restaurant over by the marina. And it's called Tomo Sushi and Hibachi. Nope, this is at Hotel Breakers. I'm sorry. So they have a hibachi grill. Ooh. Yeah, just in Hotel Breakers now. That's a game changer. They do have on the marina side, sorry, Bay Harbor, which they do have some nice seafood. So if you're looking for a resort atmosphere and you're like trying to take your hot date to a nice restaurant, this is probably the place to go. Yeah, this looks a little fancy for sure. Yeah, like you'd probably want to go back to your hotel and change. You wouldn't want to show up in, you know, your athletic shorts and sweaty shirt from riding all day. But it does look delicious. (laughs) And then I do want to bring up that Hotel Breakers also has a Perkins. So if you're looking for like a decent breakfast before your park day, that's an option. So that's kind of the highlighted food in the park and on the resort. And when you look at that as like a collective thing, it ain't half bad. Not like, bad can, at all. Can you name a Cedar Fair Park that's better? No, not at all. Yeah. So look at Cedar Fair just like slowly but surely saying, hey, you know what? We are a resort. But even though they are, they are the coaster capital of the world. So I am going to go through as quickly as possible the coasters that are at this park. And theme park said, let's have a little bit of discussion of each, as you remember, but also keep them moving. Because every all our listeners know, right? They know. They know all the coasters at Cedar Point. But if you don't, for whatever reason, here you go. 1964, we saw the addition of Blue Streak, the PTC out and back wooden roller coaster. Currently the only wooden roller coaster in the park theme park stud. Do you remember riding this at all? Yeah, a couple of times, but that's about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've only ridden it once or twice. Same. I The reason I remember this one, because like one of my friends in Orlando that worked with the Universal, he was the lead of that ride one year. Mm. good for him yeah you know what it's not a bad wooden roller coaster i wouldn't necessarily call it great but it is the only wooden roller coaster which is a huge a huge flaw in the coaster lineup here because it cannot carry a a wooden coaster lineup almost every fuck worlds of fun has two wooden roller coasters Valley Fair has two wooden roller coasters. Dorney Park might have two wooden roller coasters coming soon. Who knows? I think they just have one. (laughs) But like Michigan's Adventure has three. Why is Cedar Point not adding more wooden roller coasters? They said mean streak. Used to. Yeah. All right. 1969, we saw the addition of Cedar Creek Mine Train, the Arrow Mine Train roller coaster. Any thoughts on this one? Trash. It's one of, it's probably my least favorite. Yeah. Um, mine Train. 
This one is high on the chopping block of let's get rid of it and expand with other things. Yeah. And I would say, like, when you look at Cedar Point, this is like looking at their expansion and, like, what the park can become. They have so many roller coasters that they could cut and open so much land. People say that, oh, Cedar Point, they're running out of land. They can't add anything. That's false. They have many roller coasters they can get rid of. One of them was Wicked Twister. That's gone. Hopefully we see, in my opinion, I want to see, like, a a beach expansion, like, highlight the resort more. I think your ROI is going to be better that way than having a shit ton of roller coasters for no reason. Um, but anyway, Cedar Creek Mine Train, get rid of it. 1976, Corkscrew was added. Um, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I actually, um, I think it's surprisingly okay. Like you get on there thinking it's going to be terrible, kind of beat you up, but it's actually in pretty good shape. And the iconic corkscrews over the midway. I don't know if that's something you want to lose. Yeah, it, it is kind of just appealing walking by it. I rode it twice the first time I went, and then the time we all went. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably won't ride it ever again. <laughs> don't need to. Yeah, me yeah. All right. 2013 saw the addition of Gatekeeper, which is the BM wing coaster. Most importantly, it redid the entire front entrance and might be one of the is this the prettiest coaster at the park to you i think so yeah i liked it it was a fun ride um you know i think it had i think it could be better could be yeah i feel like i feel that for all wing coasters though i get off i'm like i'm just expecting more intense but yeah yeah and it's um and that's the biggest criticism from coaster enthusiasts from this ride is that it's not intense, but what is it? It's smooth. It's rewritable. It's appealing to the GP, the general public. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think it's a great addition. I think it looks awesome at the front of the park. Like I, I actually think it has a better presence than even Fury 325 does as far as a front entrance. It definitely does. I mean, they, I mean, it's literally called gatekeeper for a reason. <laughs> yep. So I think it was a good move by Cedar point and, you know, there'd probably be one day where it goes away, but I don't, <laughs> you'd have like, it's, it's such a present that you would have to replace it with something that also does the same trick. Yeah. It'll be there for a while. Yeah. I, I think so. All right. 1978, you have the Gemini aero coaster. And, uh, at the time in 78, it held the height record and it was a racer, which is insane to have both of those just the ultimate nut flex. <laughs> like, why? Why does it race? It's already the tallest in the world. When I uh, went to when I went to Cedar Point for the first time, I was in middle school, and yeah. I thought this ride was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was the coolest thing ever because it's my first time like having one. I was like having two cars by each other going up the lift hill. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really cool thing. I mean, as a coaster enthusiast, you realize oh. That actually happens at a lot of places. And yeah. I would put this above like most wooden racers. Um, unless it's like a classic, like at Kennywood. But like I would put it above like um Racer 76 at King's Dominion and Racer at King's Island. Yeah, I agree with that. So it's like middle of the road racer. It's also one of those that I think is prime real estate to go away soon. Yeah. I could see it probably in the next 
five to ten years, it's definitely going to be out. Also, like with kind of rumors of top two drags are going away and Gemini, like if they, like that could be a whole new park. Get rid of those two rides. Like, can you imagine with that space what you could do? Oh yeah. People hold on to these rides at Cedar Point a little too much, and I think Gemini is one of those that could go away, and better things could replace it. We're going to piss off a lot of Cedar Point fanboys. <laughs> We're trying not to. Um, 1987, you have the Iron Dragon Aero Coaster, which is pretty. It's a pretty ride. These rides are also going away a lot. Mm-hmm. Also very close to where these other two rides are. Other three rides that I just mentioned. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's, people don't rank it as their favorite Aero Suspended Roller Coaster, but it's it's fine. Yeah. I thought it was neat when I first wrote it. Yeah, and I would say it's still neat. I think it's one that, like, if I spent maybe a couple days, I would I would probably rewrite Iron Dragon. 1989, you saw the Big Dick expansion of Magnum XL. Literally named it after him. Magnum XL condom, probably. <laughs> I don't know which came first, to be honest. I don't know. That's, that'd be interesting. Something to look up. But Hell uh, the High Record, first hypercoaster, hero coaster. Um some people love it. I think the return airtime on those bunny hills are pretty spectacular. You do have some true ejector airtime there. I got it, smacked in the face with a map going through. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. And this is one of those rides that I could also see replaced in 10 years. And one of the reasons I say this a lot is because you have five arrow coasters here. Arrow is no longer in existence. Like, are you going to find another vendor to help replace these parts on trains? Yeah. Are they going to replace bits of the track when it gets rough and needing replacement? I just think there's, there's a lot of potential to take some stuff away and put in some better stuff. Um, 2007. Which, holy cow, 2007. It feels like it's still new. Maverick. Uh, the Intamin Blitz Coaster. Which, is this your favorite ride at the park? Uh, which one was it? Maverick. Oh, 100%. Same. It's yeah. very good. There's a great first drop. Snappy elements. I love the inversions on it. And um, some great airtime. It's just, it's a perfect ride. I don't understand how more of these weren't built. But this is um, one of my favorite stories about this ride is that it had the, after the second launch, you go over kind of the, the brake run and then you swoop to the ride over the lake. Did you know that there was a Heartline roll at the bottom of that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so there, uh, initially, and it's the reason this ride got delayed in 2007, is there was a smack you in the mouth Heartline roll at the very bottom of that after the second launch, high speed, found out it's probably not good to have that <laughs> shit and uh i actually think a couple people wrote it and like got off and said no that was terrible like <laughs> change it <laughs> so that's why it turned into like an s curve and a quick uh like switch through the rocks there um, but that was like a huge element that got removed and it's kind of nice to see intamin kind of pay homage to that in Velocicoaster and kind of have that and make that work so good for Intamin for coming back to that idea and making it work. But best ride in the park, hands down. Definitely. All right. 
We're halfway there. I need like an <laughs> inhaler break for all these fucking roller coasters. Okay. 2000, you saw the addition of Millennium First Force, the first Giga Coaster. And we skipped it the last time we went. We did. It was a crazy line. And we decided to go down to Keens Island early to get some night rides on Beast and Mystic but, Timbers. By the way, the crazy line was 20 minutes, right? I thought it was longer than that. Or was it 40? I think it was like 45. Okay. Yeah. I have no regrets. But but was it so, like closed at one point? We were going to do it and it was like it just shut down. Yep. Yeah. And then we came back to see if it was like worth riding. It had a pretty good line. So we decided to peace out. But, you know, it's the first Giga Coaster. So you got to show it love for that. It's an Intamin Coaster. Uh, weirdly lacking airtime. I remember the first time I rode it, like even when I was like an 18 year old, like daydreaming through it. Which is not good on a gear coaster. That should be exciting. <laughs> That's but, true. but it happened. Um, some people love this ride, Millennium Force, so good on them. I don't hate Millennium Force. I don't need to ride it every time I go. 1994, you saw the addition of Raptor. One of the early B&Ms, one of the loud, roar B&Ms. Pretty intense ride. This is my first B&M, actually. Holy cow. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that's a good introduction to B&M because it's yeah. pretty intense. Yeah, uh, I mean, from I this was a long time ago, but yeah, I felt yeah. that way. I lo- I love the roar. That was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. This is one of those rides that I hope stays around for a while. I don't think it's the best B&M. Yeah, definitely not but, the best. But like when people say it's in their top half, I'm like, okay, I respect that. It's got a pretty interesting layout. It is fairly intense, but uh. All right, moving on to the next BM. We got Rougarou. 2015. It used to be a stand up roller coaster called Mantis in 2015. They turned it from a stand up to a sit down. And neither of us have rode the sit down version. Nope. We didn't ride it that day. Yeah. We um, have both ridden the stand up. Right? Yeah. I've been on the Mantis st- a few the, times. The stand up was not great. And I hear Rigaru is not great. Yeah. I hear I hear the same places you hit your head in on the on Mantis. You hit your head on Rigaru. There's not much of a change there. <laughs> All right. 2018, you saw the addition of the best roller coaster in the world, Steel Vengeance. <laughs> Moving on. 2003, <laughs> Top Thrill Dragster was added. Um, the Stratocoaster, record breaker, yada yada. Um there's always been rumors that this would go away soon. You had a pretty severe injury on it a month ago, which we still haven't heard like an official statement from the park outside of thoughts with the family. Really? So you got to think that that person's okay. Right? You would say, yeah, there would, would have been a, if, if that person passed away, they would, it would have been on. Yeah. It would have been all over the place. Interesting. It's weird, but, um, they're probably going to sue the park, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they. you should. <laughs> you, you should not have to worry about flying projectile at an amusement park. But, um, yeah, this is one of those that, you know, there was rumors that maybe it would go away. I think, I think they're going to try to reopen it for a couple more years. Yeah. But you're looking at prime real estate for an expansion if you get rid of it. If you just get tired of the maintenance, you get tired of all the breakdown time. It's got to be expensive to run. Oh, yeah. I think Cedar Point without Top Thrill Dragster would be a good thing. 
All right, moving on to Val Raven, 2016 dive coaster. I can't remember your opinion on Val Raven. I liked it. It was fun. I like. I also like it though. Yeah, me too. A lot of people hate on it. Um, say it's not intense. It's boring. I think you get some good views. I think it's a smooth ride. I don't know why you'd want to badmouth it for any reason. Not intense, I guess. It's a dive coaster. It is what it is. Um, I also, some people think it's not very pretty. I think it's kind of cool. It's presence on the midway and everything. I'm trying it's to kind of an here. odd spot, though. It's really crammed in there. Yeah, it's just this big thing just right there. It's like, this is, it just doesn't fit that landscape. But it is very Cedar Point-like to just yeah. have a big, massive thing to add to a skyline. That's true. So I don't... <sighs> like, it fits to me. Like, I don't, I don't understand how you complain about it being ugly and big structure when literally that's your park. Yeah, that's like true. You, you drive up and that's what you want in Cedar Point. So like, I have mixed emotions. I think it's a good addition. I like it. I think there's great views from it. Looking down the peninsula and off of like the second drop, looking back at the first part of the midway. I think the views are great. All right. Two more roller coasters. We saved the best two for last. Whoop, whoop. 1979. Wilderness Run. Banger. Former Junior Gemini. I was surprised at who, who made this ride. This is an intimate roller coaster. An intimate really? kitty coaster. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the, the coaster like a few years ago they started saying, hey, you can go to guest relations as a coaster enthusiast. Say you're a coaster enthusiast. Get a permission slip to ride this as a sad adult by yourself. <laughs> I haven't done that. Have you done it? No. This is the only coaster on the list we haven't ridden. And then you do have 1999 Woodstock Express from Vacoma. Which weird that this is the only Vacoma coaster. That is kind of weird. You think coaster coaster cap of the world might have a boomerang? Yeah, I was saying like you think it'd have a boomerang. Maybe that's what's coming next. Maybe so. Even a rewind racers would be pretty cool. But um, there you have it. All of the roller coasters. There's a ton of them. Notice I didn't mention Wicked Twister because that's gone. So there you have it. Uh, Moving on to other attractions and experiences at Cedar Point. Now, one of my biggest criticisms um, is there quote unquote other attractions. Cedar Point is a coaster park. They don't have a lot of dark rides. They have some big time thrill rides that kind of mimic coaster sensations. Um, I want more out of their other attractions. And I hope with some of these coasters being removed, or at least in my head saying some of these will be removed in the future, they kind of fix this because I think it would be best for the park. But some of their best other attractions, you do have Max Air, which is kind of over by the Wicked Twister Midway. Uh, Flying Delirium Ride goes right over the Midway. It's very cool. Very cool looking ride. It used to be unique like 10, 15 years ago or whatever it was. Now you kind of have them at a lot of Six Flags parks. You have them at a lot of Cedar Fair parks. Um, So I don't know how unique it is, but it is one of their top thrill rides. 
You can say the same about um, Skyhawk, which is their SNS swing ride. They have one, but again, you see them at a lot of parks. I would say one of their most unique rides that is not skippable would be their Sky Ride. So Cedar Point is unnecessarily huge. From the front gate back to Steel Vengeance, it's an entire mile to walk from that front gate and back. <laughs> so if you can cut that in half-ish with this Sky Ride and get good views of the park and get good views of the lake, I think the Sky Ride is a must-ride. Even if you're like coming from the back of the park, riding some coasters, and then you're like, uh, let's go back to uh, I like Sky Ride's always a must ride, though. That's true. I can't think of uh, there's only a few that come to mind of like maybe not so much must ride, but this one's like effective. It gets you yeah. from point A to point B. Even if you're like trying to leave the park, you're gonna hop in line and ride it. So cool ride. Um, I also want to bring up their their train which has two stops. So it's actually useful transportation too. So if you're trying to get to the back of the park, but you're not trying to walk, you ride the sky ride, you hop on the train, get off at steel vengeance. You're there. It's not necessarily the quickest way to get back there, but if you're tired of shit, it's a good way to get back there. Um, I would say their biggest like crown jewel of other attractions that I would say is a must ride. I don't know if you've actually ridden it. The Cedar Downs Racing Derby. I don't think I have. So they have their main carousel at the front of the park, but a little bit farther up the midway, they have the Cedar Downs Racing Derby. And it's kind of unique because you have like three or four wide and the horses in your rows like race each other. Okay. Quote unquote. Um, So it's like a unique carousel without like a middle hub. It just kind of goes in like a turntable. So it's kind of a cool, like you don't see that any other place. Yeah. So I would say it's one of their most unique rides. And then um, also want to bring up the Forbidden Frontier, which is like a walkthrough where the old Dinosaurs Alive used to be, kind of on the, what's called the Millennium Force Island, where part of the ride kind of goes out over the, over the lake. And um, there's like actors and actresses, and there's different activities that you can do on the Frontier Trail. Okay, we've not done, but like if you're trying to break up your day, I think it's actually a really cool trail you could do. They kind, they're kind of trying to mimic the vibe that you get at Ghost Town Alive at Knott's Berry Farm, but it's just not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also, I must bring up Cedar, um, Cedar Point Shores, which is. A generic water park. Generic. It's really generic. Like I looked up all the slides and stuff, and you have a few raft slides here and there. You have a wave pool, but you really expect more out of this water park. Like when you look it up, you're like, Cedar Point's water park. It's gotta be dope. But when you look it up, you're like, uh Yeah, it's it's real vanilla. Yeah, like I'd rather go to the indoor water parks. Hands down. So I don't know that I waste my time there. Maybe spend extra day at Cedar Point. Maybe spend, you and I would probably say a day in Sun, Sandusky or at one of the indoor Putin water parks. Bay. Putin Bay over Cedar Point Shores every freaking time. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next point. We have 
other experiences. So this is something I kind of want to run through with you on the website here at Theme Park Stud. Yep. Um, let's see. If you go to rides and experiences. I'm there. Well, I'm not. So oh. I'm trying to talk <laughs> it out. <laughs> uh, I'm like waiting for you. Well, you go to like a tr- rides and slides and then like extra experiences, right? Yeah, do filters. Traction types. There unique experiences. Okay. So this is where like Cedar Point actually, like if you're wanting to spend some extra money, it's kind of some dope stuff. And one thing that they do is they have these bike tours. Yeah. And they'll like ride you up and down the boardwalk. And I don't know where you go. I think you just drink your shit while you ride this thing. But it looks fucking fun. And they they tailor to everything. So they have boardwalk cruiser bike and brew tours. So you're picking up like these craft beers and you're riding around on this tricycle with this motherfucker that's just driving your drunk ass around. They have wine tours. So if you're, you know, the brew tours, they have like an old couple. But if you're like, um, you know, in your 30s and have a cool hat, you can do the cruiser wine tour. (laughs) (laughs) This is based off of, uh, you know, all the things they have uh, on the pictures here. And then they also have, um, just to kind of like stay on that theme, they have a coffee tour too. So you can do like a morning coffee tour. And if you don't want coffee, you want drinks, they also have a rise and shine tour with a picture of mimosas. The mimosas are where it's at. Like that's a great start to your morning. Just be like, yeah, you know what? Uh, early entry is until eight o'clock, seven o'clock. Let's get these mimosas flowing. And let's give this guy who hates his life to fucking drive our drunk ass up and down the boardwalk. <laughs> So it's like 60 bucks for two people. So 30 bucks. And again, pastries, pictures of mimosas, and commemorative 150th anniversary Cedar Point wine glasses. That's so you're fun. Getting a, you're, getting a, you're getting a tour, you're getting alcohol, you're getting and food, breakfast. and you're getting a souvenir for 30 bucks a person. I think that's worth it. Oh, hell yeah. And, I, and then like the wine one, 75 bucks. For two, the so you one, 50. Um, oh, the you get a for the one, you get a special bike and brew bottle opener souvenir. <laughs> See, that shit's just really cool, yeah. And like, if you love coffee, if you love wine, if you love beer, if you love mimosas, like it tailors to just about everybody, they just switch up the menu. Um, unless you're like an under 21 or who also doesn't like coffee, then you're fucked. But any, you just run into fucking steel vengeance anyway. So, yeah. Or if you are that person, they have Sunrise Thrills VIP tours where you literally walk to the top of Val Raven, which is pretty dope. Yeah. And they have VIP tours, they have Segway tours. And then, okay. of course, they have like rentals on the beach as well, like para, parasailing, paddleboarding. You can go kayaking, you can rent a jet ski. You can ride it on a fancy yacht boat. But our yacht boat's the Jet Express that goes over to Putin Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the one you want to ride on. And then some other stuff, like you can be a, you can pay to be a guest conductor. Cool. <laughs> so if you really fucking love trains, you can go toot toot on the train and say, give me your $50 or whatever it is. But they do a really good job of just reaching out for what's smart 
and making extra money. Um, and I just, I see them expanding this idea more. Yeah. Especially with the wicked twist you're gone. There's some space there to do some cool stuff. So I hope they uh, double down on that kind of stuff. All right. Also worth bringing up the resorts. So some of your main resorts that you're going to have is you have Lighthouse Point, which is like their cabins that you can stay at, which would be a pretty cool idea. Very basic, like bring your own blankets kind of shit. Um, Hotel Breakers. Hotel Breakers is interesting. So I do think Hotel Breakers is overpriced. In that it's a very basic hotel, but you're paying for the convenience, right? Yeah. You have the ability to go home and take a nap at one when the crowds are bad, come back refreshed at night and enjoy the park. And, you know, you can enjoy the beach. You can enjoy the restaurants in that area. There's just, there's a lot going on convenience wise. You can go swimming. You can go hang out in the uh, hot tub at night. It's cool. And some of the perks that you do get, you get deals on ticket packages. Um, you receive one hour of early entry to see your point, which is pretty cool. Complimentary parking and a shuttle service throughout the peninsula. I don't know all why the, you need- I, I, All the resorts have that shuttle service. Oh, okay. But I, I stayed in, at the time, it's called Breakers Express. Now it's just the Express. Is it just the Express? I think that's what it's called now. Okay. Yeah, Express Hotel. And they had a shuttle that went to all of them, essentially. Now, you stayed at um, Express Hotel. Was it worth it? Um, it was or generic. Did you, you just stay at like a cheap hotel instead? It's kind of their budget-friendly one. I mean, if you want that convenience of being on property and taking the shuttles and, and not having to... You, know, you could park your car. The shuttle could take you to the front mm-hmm. gate or some of the back gates, too and that's nice so it's it's kind of a convenience thing but is it going to be the nicest hotel not at all right and i would say most of the hotels that are probably on par with express hotel like yeah. just generic ones in sandusky and granted this was like nine years ago so um yeah so i don't know how it is now <laughs> and uh <laughs> And obviously at that point it's called Breakers Express. So they've obviously renovated it, probably changed things up. Yeah. So that might be worth looking into. Cheaper price. You don't have to pay parking. And you get early entry. So if you're on a budget, it might be a good choice. Especially on your first visit when you're trying to ride everything. You also have Lighthouse Point, which is more like cabin. Yeah. Cabin type hotels. And there's some other shit, too, that is less interesting to me. (laughs) All right. And then they also do have special events that are worth bringing up. And one of those is Fright Nights. I believe that's what it's called. Let's see. All of a sudden, I'm having a terrible time looking up the information on the website. Halloween weekends is what they call it. The for some reason Halloween haunt was the change many years ago, and then Halloween weekends gets to stay at Cedar Point. Yeah, Friday night is Six Flags, bro. Yes, it is. 
Um, but they so they operate on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights from September 17th to October 3rd this year, and then October 7th through October 31st, they do Thursday, Friday, and Sunday nights. So um, I don't have a huge desire to go to Halloween because I have heard of the crazy crowds that it does bring. But if I were going to go, I'd try to go on like a Thursday night in October, I'd say. Yeah. And I don't like I don't hear like raving reviews about it either. Yeah, I've never heard anything about their Halloween event like that people rave about. I knew they had one. I just people don't talk about it. Yeah. And then they do not have like a winter event because it'd be very cold on the peninsula. Um, But they do have a signature frontier festival, which allows you to step back in time and enjoy good old fashioned fun. And simpler times, great marketing, with uh, boot-stomping music, kids' activities, local crafters, a menu of tasty vittles, bruised and belly washers, and and, uh, this is a can't-miss outdoor event, which um, I think you can miss it. I really do. Uh, They do have, like, samples of beer and food, so if if you like the food sampling thing, it's probably worth going to. I just don't have too much interest in it. Um, maybe it's just an off year for them for special events because of COVID. But I'd like to see more. Yeah. All right. There you go. Cedar Point. Cedar Point. Um, do you have any closing thoughts about Cedar Point? Huh? I mean, I definitely want to, after hearing all these other things to do in Sandusky, some of these other things to do at Cedar Point, I would definitely like to go back. You know, kind of like we mentioned earlier in the episode, is it like on my must-do in the next couple of years? Probably not, but if it just happened to work out that way, I want to be mad. It always seems like trips end up going to Cedar Point. Yeah. It's like, oh, Kings Island got this new coaster. And it's two hours from Cedar Point. <laughs> you know, it just somehow like all coaster trips lead to Cedar Point. So I wouldn't That's be mad true. to go back. Um, I don't know that I'm too interested to go back until like maybe five years from now. I see some rides go away, maybe some improvements to the park, improvements to the resort. And then I'd be pretty happy to go back and give it like a legit retry but then again i'd also just want to be like hey i want to go to waldemir (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but that is our most positive review of cedar point that we can ever give a lot of coasters need some work on other attractions give me some dark rides i mean would it is it safe to say, though, like, if you're in this community, in this industry, it's Cedar Point, almost, it's a must to go to. It's a must visit. Yeah. Especially, like, early on in your coaster career when you're like, shit, I have decided to count roller coasters. And my first stop will be Cedar Point. Yeah. Like, it's it's, it's like every out. early coaster. It's uh, the dream. Coaster enthusiast. That's a wet dream. It's more than that. It's the double wet dream, bro. Double wet dream. <laughs> more than that. And I will say, there is something special about driving up to that skyline and seeing Cedar Point for the first time and 
the god awful task of figuring out how you're going to write everything in the time that you're actually there and <laughs> panicking because you're not going to get it done. Um, although I do think you can get it done in two days, but it's just going to be exhausting. But there is that nostalgia, and I would hate to take that away from somebody who hasn't gotten to pop that cherry yet. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next five years, what do you want to see there? Uh, <laughs> We're going off know. script. I really don't know. That's what do they what, like? Do you want to see some stuff taken away? Yeah. Do you want to see some new stuff? I'd say, yeah, take away Top of the Dragster, Gemini, put in a wooden coaster. Um, like a GCI? Yeah. Something good. Can make a really good GCI. Yeah. And then, yeah. See more, more, some, another hotel? Probably a dark ride or something. Something that's going to be, make it more like Disney, make more theming. Like, yeah, that's the original goal. It's supposed to be Disneyland yeah. Midwest. No, it's just, just now it's just a fucking. Coaster. It's almost like a here. It's almost like a junkyard of roller coasters that still operate. That's the vibe of this park. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's Cedar Point. Um, go there if you haven't. If you have been, go somewhere else. All right. If you haven't following us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, what are you doing? Go check it out. What are you doing? At Coaster Cuzzies at all those accounts. Also, make sure you go rate the podcast. Give us five stars. Tell us why you like us. And uh, that apparently helps the show, according to other podcasters. And then make sure you check out CoasterCuzzies.com slash store. You can check out our Coaster Cuzzies merchandise there. And we do have our only Scramblers merchandise there. Uh, recently added uh, if you don't know what that is you need to check us out on our discord coaster cuzzies just shoot us a dm on any of our socials and i'll send you an invite link we're trying to keep it like exclusive we want real people that love the coaster cuzzies podcast to be in this community because it's it's special the conversations that happen in there they're really cool and we can't just have nobody joining like you got to hit us up dm us and then we'll let you in I promise. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see your point. Our next stop on the road trip. Um, I'd have to look at the map, but it's definitely Waldemere and probably the Buffalo parks. Okay. So kind of our last American stop until we go into Canada. A little bit. For a little bit. So that's pretty exciting. So a lot to look forward to. Some smaller parks. Um, maybe covering two or three parks, but um, and maybe those parks are better than Cedar Point. Maybe they're not. You're going to find out in next month. All right. Well, hope you guys learned a lot about Cedar Point, what to do and what not to do. But what you should do, America. <laughs>